Hey everybody, welcome to Starguments, episode 18. We're back and ready for action. Are you ready for us? If it's your first time listening, you're definitely not ready for us. But this is a podcast where we play the Fantasy Flight Star Wars role-playing game. For those of you who are wondering, our illustrious GM's review incentive is still in play. If you leave us an iTunes review, you'll show up as an NPC in our next session. You could also subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at StarguMentsHM. Speaking of Twitter, Fantasy Flight just announced that they're releasing a new tabletop RPG system using the same dice as the Star Wars system, but in like a fantasy or steampunk or even just more of a traditional RPG setting. And we're trying to get in on the ground floor of that. So if you want to take it to the next level with those high fantasy dick jokes from the Starguments crew, tweet at Fantasy Flight and tell them exactly that. Literally those words, say it. But in the meantime, here's the recap and the character intros coming at you. As you are looking down into the fighting pit, you can see people are hanging on the rails, like yelling down. You go up and you hear commotion as you rise through the levels and you get to the very top and you see people playing hollow chess and there's even more people <laughs> and yelling. And there is a, an Ikachi. I'm gonna walk up, sit across from him and just kind of start playing. You quickly pincer and, and take two more of his and it's three pieces to one. And it's obvious that you're gonna win now. He hits the concede, but well played, well played. So I know that you're up to something. If you're willing, it's not too far. It's two days by hyperdrive to the Atzeri system. Anyway, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna click my red fucking heels. I'm gonna yell at God and say, take me to the fucking bounty office. <laughs> so what challenge did I get? 5K. 5K. Nice. The next stop for you would be Corms if you want to go there. That's the doctor? That's the doctor. Yeah. The equivalent of a Trandoshan raising his eyebrow, he sort of like tilts his head at Raz. There is a three frames where the Trandoshan is there, and then a brown blur goes by, oh, and the Trandoshan fuck. is not there. Release our weapons right now, quick! Oh, oh God. Could help. It's so expensive. He was on retainer. Fuck! Hey, guys. I'm Danielle, and I play the Wookiee Raz. It's Danilo, but you can call me Feral. Hey, my name is Simone, and I play the calculating Bothan spy, Soki. My name is Anthony, and I play the fast-talking and straight-laced Reno Shan. I'm Chris. I'll be your game master. I like long walks on the beach and heavy-handed exposition. Uh, so when you exit, uh, you go out, and you can see the entrance where you came in, and the human that was there was a human in a Trandoshan guarding. The human is laying there, like, trying to hold his insides in. Oh, fuck. Like, just, there's, like, green blood. Where, where he was, and now he's just gone. Uh, let's go sell these organs real quick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we don't have much time. Yeah, we no. all put our fingers to his lips. I think we burned that, that, like, that bridge. The speaker goes, Those are my organs. <laughs> Be on your way. Retainer, that's what retainer means. That was in his claws. Okay. Do I am gonna, like, to... I'm gonna like break this guy's neck so he just fucking dies. He so. sees you coming. He's, he's like, fuck not, no, fuck not again. Wait, uh -oh. should I, is he like basically dead? He sees you coming because it's the Wookiee coming. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna crack his neck. <laughs> Hey, mercy Wait, you just go out and fucking mercy kill him? Yeah, He's yeah. talking in front of a fucking doctor! <laughs> that <laughs> dude's a quack That fuck. doctor's gonna harvest his organs the second he He's gonna harvest it alive. Yeah. I'm gonna crack his neck. Okay, <laughs> you go up. Uh, he's unable to resist you, and you use your overwhelming strength to just break his neck right there, and he Aww. dies. Yeah, I don't even, like, fucking think. I just keep walking. It's mercy kill. Okay, cool. Let's <laughs> run back to the ship. Okay. Wait, where's the- I wanna it's, find the Trandoshan. I know we- I know it's Yo, right. that Trandoshan is totally fucking dead. I'm gonna follow the, the so, green blood road. But you don't want to go back to the ship? Uh, I'm going back to the ship, but I just want to know. Uh, so the blood, the green blood extends for about uh, 20, 25 feet, and it just goes into a sheer wall and then goes up. Uh, and it's about 20, 25 feet straight up, and there's let's just blood. It sort of stops halfway up the wall, and then it just goes. I am absolutely, I have like chills, and I'm like totally freaked out, and uh, I'm just going to make a sprint. 
I'm doing uh, this. Uh, I'm reacting the same way, except I'm saying, there goes my hero. <laughs> Are you actually, like, looking? You're, like, following the track, so I want you to make a perception check. Make it a uh, three-difficulty perception check. Super success Ooh. with threat. Three, four, so you accurately perceive that there are, uh, there's like one single chip that is in like the midway point of this, uh, of this wall where the blood stops. So it's like, like that single chip in the wall is how this, th this creature got up there. I mean, like a V8. Either way, he went, he went up a 25 foot vertical face metal wall. Uh, carrying somebody. Well, we run back to the ship. We're never going to see this guy again. That is not true. He's going to collect our bounties. I'm terrified, but I mean, nah. we, should, we should fucking not see this guy again. I don't want to see him. This this guy seems like he's going to stay stay put here. So we'll come back. We, we can come back to him. I am still running for the ship. I agree. I'm, I'm right behind Soki. I'm going to just draw my phone number, my data pad number in the green blood on the floor. And I'm going to leave. Okay. 8675309, right? Yeah. Okay. You make your way and you're being heckled and yelled at from people like, come try my wares. I've got great Corellian wine, blah, blah, blah. And there are a subset of people who see the Wookiee and they just like, okay, that's not none of my business. They go about their way. Uh, they see that you're not super threatening and they, and they allow you to go. You make it all the way past. You get back into, uh, through the smoke and back into the area where the gravity goes back to point eight. You're back into the shipyard area who you don't know who it was, but you have suspicions that it was the other Wookiee. We that. saw a furry blur. Yeah, it was a furry blur furry. on the camera. It was a flurry. It was a McFlurry. It was, it was a McFlurry. <laughs> he died from uh, heart, heart disease. Let's just say that you are on the threshold. You're about to walk through that shimmering blue field back into the hangar bay where all the ships are. And you can see that it's just pure fire. What? Oh, I've got you guys. No, no, it's totally normal. It's like lit as fuck. <laughs> pure fire. Yeah, it's, the, it's a concert. Did the hive track drop here too? I was going to say the hive is actually the entire station. It's just like came out of the ground with like speakers and shit. <laughs> Show me what you got. Uh, it's this massive cavernous space, and on your left and right, there are enforcers who are chatting with them amongst themselves, uh, but they are watching you guys. Great. Um, as my first order of business, I'm flipping a light side point, <laughs> and I want... Right out the gate. Yeah, I want to execute the thing that we discussed privately, and I'm going to uh, subtract... Plan zero. Oh, that is some, some bullshit. Oh, it is so some bullshit. Is done done off, off camera. I'm so excited to see what this is. Yes. I get my uh, notification, like, you have made an account not pre uh, a card not present transaction. We agreed in advance that it would cost about 500 credits, and you basically have done... You've, you've requested a custom paint job. Right. It's a huge ship. So to actually get someone to paint this whole ship would be really expensive, but all you've done is add like a highlight. You like no. Well, actually, uh, you say spoiler. This podcast's over. No, no, I, I, I was debating a spoiler. <laughs> this is a spoiler-free episode. So, so since I flipped my light side point, uh, I'll, I'll narrate this. So as as our ship comes into sight, the first thing you guys notice, uh, Soki being very high off of the. Final destruction of, of the annoying robe that has been pestering. And also high off the glitter stim that you guys Well, we're, I'm sure we're coming down off that. But uh, I have been feeling some regrets about sh uh, shredding my robe, but I have been feeling even closer and closer to our ship. And I have hired a lovely, hardworking uh, alien or someone. Alien? You, you, hi you hired a, uh, a man named Butrus. There's a local uh, ship painters union. Is oh, he's in the union. Know. Is his full name? He's a union boy. Nice. Butchers, Butchers, Golly. Well, how do I know that? What is that reference? <laughs> what is that reference? What Italian childhood trauma? <laughs> <laughs> let's just let it, let, it, let it go. Move it up. Yeah. You guys see the ship, and it is accented with the exact same shade of blue. 
That was on my robe. Just a nice, nice stripe across. All right, wait, wait, wait. Real world Can style just... confessional, me and Soki. <laughs> so I come up to the ship and it's blue. Like he just made it blue. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to do, but I didn't have enough credits for, I wanted to have the spoiler and be like my popped collar. No! Like, <laughs> that's fucking excellent. I'm <laughs> Shan. They, got Reno, they have Reno's interview cam, and it's just like, I don't think they like the blue stripe. <laughs> I put a lot of thought into that. Boutress runs up to you, and he's Ithorian. Boutress runs up to Reno, and he goes, Sir, sir, your painting is finished. Thank you. It looks beautiful. It's captured exactly my image. Uh, you're a blue stripe? Pretty much. <laughs> I'm a blue stripe in this galaxy of red and darkness. Oh, God. That's very poetic, sir. I if nod. I could charge you more for that drivel, I would. But yeah. the job is done. The credits are transferred. Have a great day, and please use the Painters Union in the future. Will do. Thank you, Butchers. You are a service to your union. And a good union to you, too, sir. Goodbye. I'll, I'll <laughs> privately inquire about body painting with this guy later. I'd have to get shaved, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just talking. <laughs> you, no. can, you can shave across, <laughs> yeah. your, across the chest. I do one blue stripe. Uh, if you recall, it's a it's a massive ship, and it is uh, black with red uh, uh, like highlights throughout. But now you've sort of painted over the body, like it, you've interrupted all the highlights with this one bl- this solid blue stripe that goes all the way around the ship. Honestly, like it clashes a little bit. It's kind of a, it's kind of an odd look. Uh, it makes it a little bit more noticeable. You're you're part on your way to like having a plaid ship. Nice. That's like legit what you've done. Wow. We'd be so cool in the 90s as a schoolgirl. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't have enough money to do the rest of it. You guys should uh, paint the giant piano key necktie along the bottom of your ship. <laughs> and then Soki could hack it to work and be like, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope. Like, we'll, like, we'll get hit with it like a, pro- a photon torpedo and be like, <laughs> That's actually really That's cool. hilarious, yeah. The thing that I don't think I mentioned last time is that I've decided to make Soki's hacking glasses an actual item, which will give you one boost die whenever you're doing something that like it would be appropriate to wear those glasses on. But if you try to do, if you try to go outside of uh, the realm there, I'm just going to cause them to spontaneously explode. Meanwhile, back in Feral's head, he's thinking about that lesion slime that he didn't really get an idea of what it was, but he really wants to figure out what it is. And he says that out loud. <laughs> well, you don't need to say it out loud because I'm the omniscient narrator. I know what's going on. No, but we're, we're all just kind of looking at him like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the, uh, that wasn't what it was called. That's just what you called it. It was yeah, called yeah. the uh, legacy, the legacy slime. You still see across a a, a narrow mechanical chasm that uh, is being, uh, you know, astride it is this ship that's just fused to the surface of the the station with the legacy slime. That nothing has changed from that. Just one. Uh, that's the only ship that appears to be fused to the deck. Uh, there is the slime in like random places aside from that. You see your own ship, you see with the painting, uh, with, with the now stripe upon it, the loading ramp has been lowered so you could walk onto the ship if you wanted to. I'm going to do so. Yep. I thought I locked this. It is unlocked. I guess the narrator unlocked it. That's cool. Or any 17 people that are also on our ship. You enter into the ship, you walk up the gangplank, and you're into the main spine of the ship. And uh, sitting across from the armory near those armored steps is Zay. And she has taken a a collapsible chair out of the storage and she's sitting there leaning her feet up on uh, a bulkhead. And she's been waiting for you guys. And you can see why she's been waiting for you because she has, on her left wrist, she has binders. And the binders are attached to an arm that has been severed. And it's basically, she got handcuffed to somebody and she took the arm with her. I am going to karate chop her legs and go, Hachi! <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that it, it's not a, ch- a cute Hachi. It's more of like, get your dirty ass feet off of the bulkhead, Hachi! 
and you get you strike her on the on the shins. What's wrong with you? Can someone help me out of this? I'm gotten myself into a jam. I'm gonna come and try and help her, and I'm gonna shake the hand of the dismembered body. <laughs> gotcha. Pleased to meet you. Uh, oh yeah, we had a disagreement. Uh, well, at first it was a severe agreement, and then it became a severe disagreement. A severed disagreement? Yeah, so you could say that. It was severe. She goes, ooh, good one. Someone have the fusion cutters? I'm sure we have a lot to talk about, and I just, like, pull it out, like, like you know how, like, cool people, you like... Oh, yeah, I pull out my robotic. No, like, you know how the cool people, like, pull out the Zippos, the and it's, like, lit? Like, literally lit? <laughs> like, a, like a 1960s, like, a grease kind <laughs> yeah, of... Yeah, exactly that. You're the one that I want? You like light it on your pants, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Wax burst yourself. So you, you, you. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to do? Nice reference. I just want to like open the fucking like it's manacles. I just want to be like. Do you have a fusion cutter? Yes. No, he doesn't. Check his pockets. Everyone has a fusion cutter. No, you don't just have a fusion cutter. It's a it's a specific piece of equipment. A CEO fusion cutter. So I summon it. I don't know. Okay, you flip it. You flip it. Fuck that shit. I don't care. I'm All sure right. it's on the ship somewhere. I could walk slowly <laughs> to get it. I'd be like, okay, hold on here. You realize that there is a fusion cutter uh, in the machine bay, which is actually below deck, past all the cells, in the very back of the ship, you could definitely find a fusion cutter there. As you go off, Light and L approaches and grabs Raz by a giant furry elbow and tries to pull Raz off into one of the quarters away from everyone else. I'm cool with that. Oh, Raz, I have something to speak with you about. It's very urgent. And I think it's, it's you, you have Davin still on your back, right? Yeah. Davin goes everywhere with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like Master, he's like, he was like master Blaster. Or like Diddy Kong. <laughs> so if I die, he just Daddy taps Kong. in. <laughs> I would love to see the combat scenario that causes you where to die, die where Davin comes totally in he's like good. and he just shits his pants and, and is immediately shit. decapitated he his like cap off like fuck this shit Raz this this must stop the boy needs an education you can't take him into these these horrible places anymore I I, I really must put my foot down and he stamps his, his little uh, skinny blue foot alright cool let's do it Cool. cool. It's, yeah. It's all. Let's, that's, let's get him educated. Let's do it. I'm serious. Let's, oh, it uh, sounds like you may need some work as well. <laughs> you, what, was, what was the last grade of Wookiee school for you? I went to college. <laughs> oh, you did go to college. I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to degree, but I went to college. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's good. I, I, I have a, an entire a curricula uh, appropriate for a boy of his age. I have no idea where uh, his his. Reading skills are very poor. His math skills are non-existent. But um, uh, if it's all right, I'd like to begin immediately. I be, uh, is there? Do we have a destination? Are we off to somewhere? This is where I would play the mission briefing. The mission essentially is to travel to the Atzeri system. It's on the ship Wright's Trace, I believe. I, that's totally from memory, but like between the Hydean Way and one of these, Perlemian maybe something. And you're supposed to haggle essentially for a load of blaster rifles. And whatever you can negotiate out of this guy, you get to keep the extra money. You're going to trade those blast rifles for equipment on the planet Finnell's Folly. Anything else you want to tell him? Uh, yeah, so you are going to homeschool him on this ship, right? This is what we're agreeing to? Yeah, yes. I, I've got the data the data pads ready. It's, we're going to set up a little classroom in the in the lounge. And I'm, if you can do me a favor and keep this Zay character. Did you see she had another person's arm attached to her arm? And it was disgusting. And it's no place for a child. I think it was a prop. I think it was like, haha, LOL, jokey. But, um, oh, it is will... the Festival of Fools soon. I think she's celebrating right, early. it totally is. I forgot. Um, but yeah, homeschooling is going to be fine. Only stipulation is he gets to choose whatever extracurriculars he wants to do. And he gets to do them double time. 
uh, where we don't have gym class. I mean, well, look if we want to do like super art or like music making, super art. What the Whatever. fuck is super art? <laughs> I'm not very artistic. <laughs> you don't have to be artistic to know that super <laughs> art is not a thing. She has negative one. I have, artistic. Like, real life Danielle has no art. Su- super art is when you don't like do pottery and sense like making a pot, but you do an entire sarcophagus. There you go. Yes, yeah. it's that. Raz, can't you teach him gym? <laughs> if he chooses to do double gym with me, we can do double gyms. One person that you don't see is Marinea, and uh, there is one set of quarters which hasn't been claimed. You didn't realize it was claimed, uh, but the door is closed. Uh, it seems she may have shut herself away. Did we ever resolve what we're doing with Elsa? <laughs> Maybe we should just like let her have her own room, like just a regular crew member, and see like how that goes. That's bound to work. Yeah, definitely. Right? Uh, I'd like to start putting that grass together that we talked about a couple episodes, how it'd be like impossible to do. I just kind of want to like start that process of putting like grass and making it, you know, like a nice area you want to convert for the one of the massive cargo holds into like a biome. He's yeah, a very slow process, obviously, because it's, it's a lot of work to do, but. You're going to terraform yeah. it. Yeah, That's terraform. cool. What it would be is more like a, a terrarium. Uh, you'd have to get like giant lamps and shit like that to, to make that. We should probably get some money first. Yeah, I have none. The um, thing is, I spent a lot on the paint let, job. Let's say... Um, Roll an education check. Two difficulty education. You fucking failed. What you were trying to do is determine, like, what would I need to even start this process and, and how much would it cost me? And basically, you know that you need dirt. You're going to need a lot yeah. of dirt. I'm just going to cover the floor in dirt for now. That's a good start. The problem is you are on the shadow port of a space station. Uh, there's very little dirt here. You know, who knows? Maybe get some foreign dirt. I'll try again next planet. Reno in that span has returned and has freed... Zay with the fusion cutters. Wait, was it really cool though? What? Was it really cool that I do the thing? Yeah, it was very manly. It was like, oh, you can take care of the, you can take care of, you, like, I don't you care if fix- it was manly, I care uh, if it was cool. But anyway, I just want to know if I made a cool Zippo move. Uh, yeah, sure, you, uh, make, me a, make me a one difficulty coordination check. You really want to do Fuck yeah, this up. Oh yeah, that's a success with two advantage. Yeah, you nailed it. As though you're like a professional welder, you, you spin out the fusion cutter and you cut right through without singeing her at all on her bracelet so that it's completely removed. You now have a severed arm with bracers on it. What is it called? Binders. I throw I throw the arm to Raz and I'm like, yeah, I've had to break some uh, inmates that didn't quite succeed on the not guilty vote, but I still made it happen. I'm going to take it and run it and put it in the freezer. <laughs> totally normal. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you stuff it in next to the Ben and Jerry. So now you've got you've got a guy's arm. It's a it's a four fingered hand, but you don't really know what it is. Uh, I'm busy uh, staring at the cockpit because I kind of am debating whether or not I want to ask uh, Reno to teach me how to get over this fear of uh, flying and piloting. Because, and then I I walk away. Yeah, that's (laughs) it's one of those things where you think about, I should really invest in my future. What is an IRA? And then you just forget about it. (laughs) Seems too difficult. Seems too difficult. I'll just be poor. What is Davin up to? Um, Well, isn't school starting immediately? Yeah, well, how much authority are you giving to Light Nell to to do this? He's the new teacher that's like overworked and like has all the responsibilities, but I I won't promote him. Like he's gonna be held down. I'm gonna call him replacement teacher. I'm gonna make him do everything. His girlfriend tells him to quit, but he keeps going to work every day. And and he has like the bags, he cries. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. Oh, very good, Davin. Are you ready to begin your lessons? We're going to start with uh, cartography, astrogation, and you're going to learn the destination, uh, the Adzeri system, where we're we're taking the ship right now, and we'll teach you a little bit. Can I, can I not? Can I play hollow chess? Uh, 
of course you can play a little bit of hollow chess first. Very, I will get you in a few minutes after the hollow chess. Zay uh, is 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 hanging out in the in the cockpit, and she's trying to have a conversation with AP Six, who's basically saying like, "Why are you in the cockpit? Like, you are the least appropriate person to be in a cockpit." But she doesn't understand binary at all, so she's just like, "Yeah, that's very that's a great point, little robot man." That's she just when she talks to AP Six. Hey, AP Six, are you? You look like my friend. You look like a garbage can. You stupid little bastard. Hey. I'm gonna walk into the cockpit. What you immediately pick up is the fact that that Zay has no idea. She's just sort of playing. She's pretending. It's like um, when you t- someone is talking to the foreign exchange student and they're talking to them and they're just saying, like, yeah, that's great. Like, I love chicken nuggets too. This is great. Or they talk really loud and slow and it's yeah. like they're foreign, not like <laughs> deaf. She's talking to the to AP6 saying, uh, how do you yell is this voice? Just, she can't yell. I'm yeah. going to step forward and be like, AP6 just told you to fuck off. And he goes, well, not in so many words, but good call. He basically tells you, can you get her out of the cockpit? She's super skeeving him out. I, I'm walking to the cockpit also, and I kind of like make like a, and I like want to take Zay and talk to her in another room. She just puts her hands up and says, oh, very, very well. I didn't, uh, these robots are terrible conversationalists Yeah, anyway. that, that's right. <laughs> so I, <laughs> real quick, I want to yell over the comm like, hey, bro, why don't you take us out to hyperspace? And then I want to like walk into the other room with Zay. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is relatively close. It's probably like, you know, four or five hour hyperdrive and then local flying to get the Finnell's Folly from at Zeri. So we just play some Pandora to, and get there. We have to take two days though, because Farrell's arm's got to heal. Can we like take it slower and do like a like a boost die to it? Because we're taking and it super it slow and careful. <laughs> yeah. You can take it slow if you want. The only time I've ever like seen that song performed is like Kermit. Dude, that video was sick. It was sick. Was it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, right. what, AP6, anybody have his sheet? He switched all his skills to like uh, Skullduggery. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. So he's, uh, he succeeded in his in his astrogation check. He seems very at ease in the cockpit. You know, he had been uh, in storage for so long. He had gotten out. He had been interfacing with the uh, with another ship, and now they got destroyed, and he was kind of distraught. But he seems at home here, and he's he's doing all right. And he's been getting to know it basically while you guys were gone. I was gonna say, has he plugged in yet? He has plugged in. He's plugged Woo! in right now. Do you want to do this uh, piloting check right now? To yeah, to, you can easily take off from the spaceport with a uh, one. Difficulty piloting check, but I do do uh, a little bit of that that glitter stim right before uh, takeoff. <laughs> you take a boost die for your <laughs> yeah, two success for advantage. You've done it so well, and you were kind of nervous, but the temporary courage that is given to you by the the glitter stim, which you inadvisedly had taken, uh, let's say that that's going to transfer over to the next piloting check that you you okay. make. You've basically uh, you've bridged that gap of being nervous with drugs, and now that you feel you feel confident, you feel you're going to feel confident. Uh, outside of uh, of being high when you fly. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a, a montage and uh, Lightnell was pretty serious when he said that uh, that you needed, Raz needed some education as well. So it's oh, like Billy Madison shit. back to school scenario Damn. where there's like two seats and you guys are both sitting next to each other and uh, he'll ask a basic question about like, uh, uh, you know, econ- the economy of something or other, and you both have no fucking idea. And I'll idea. be like, yo, Adam Sandler, whatever. <laughs> what is this? Wow. Wow. Nailed it. Have you ever seen an Adam Sandler? Wow. That's making it into I the have episode. only seen maybe one. That <laughs> was... It's Adam Sandler! Which one oh, did you baby, see? Oh, Adam Sandler in this 
this one. Like this a, is the one where I'm going to tell you guys. I haven't done like, this one yet. Is he like a golf dad or something? I don't a golf dad? <laughs> you just combined two movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, combined he played Big golf. And, and Happy Gilmore. Yeah. It's called Big Gilmore. <laughs> Happy Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Holy shit, genius. Yeah, you just like quadrupled the amount of Which one are we actually show. talking about? Neither. <laughs> You're talking about a movie that does not exist. Do you want to like be walking past like the doors and just like give the rest of the finger every now and then as I like pass by like haha you're stuck in school fuck you and I'm gonna throw a pencil at him so fucking hard oh, shit. Uh, like yes. yo uh, yeah I don't have to roll if you're a check here I'm I'm actually afraid <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't stick in him uh, so I'll say that it won't even make you roll but you've you've thrown this sharpened essentially like stiletto slash throwing blade at him <laughs> and it stabs him right in the cheek and it like out draws a little bit of blood it's like he cut himself shaving okay. So since since like Reno's supposed to be smarter and more devious than me, I want to what I would like to happen is actually she fill me in on her plan and we kind of like I kind of want to like steer it in a way that's like more benign. Sure. What do you think her goal is? I think her goal is to somehow undermine our position on the ship and like take it for herself. That's the direction that you would kind of steer it is sort of roll it and we'll see we'll see how my angle could be like, well let's just take it for Zay and Reno. Like we don't need these other chumps okay. on the ship. Sure. Ooh, I have actually what? failed. Like, we have net failure, but I have a triumph and two threat. So uh, what you do is you pull her aside, and um, the first, you apologize for the little robot there, even though he did nothing wrong. You're just, uh, you know, ingratiating yourself a little bit. You suspect that she wants to recover the ship for herself. I mean, it makes sense. She is a Gotol. The owner that she impersonates really well is a Gotol. Uh, aside from, like, needing a crew, she probably consider herself to be a perfect captain. Uh, unfortunately, you don't, that, that's your theory, and you probe, and she, but she doesn't give in, and she can kind of gets the sensation that you're asking a little bit too many questions. You, you get a sense of camaraderie with her, which is that, you know, whatever the plan might be, you're swell. Like, we can make it a joint plan, whatever wherever this goes. During that conversation, you also fill her in on the mission, and uh, she's visibly relieved. One of her main priorities is making money. If it makes money, she's interested. So, uh, your triumph is that you uh, basically say that you want her to be involved in the mission in some way to, yeah. to help them out. Yeah, I would like her to be a help instead of a hindrance. She promises to be on her best behavior. You don't have to be on your best behavior. You just have to help. Well, my worst behavior is not very helpful. I'll leave it at that, and I'll walk out the room. And you can make the jump. I will say that uh, Farrell spends at least some of the time. He goes down to check on Elsa, who's in the the cargo bay, and she looks as forlorn as ever. It's it's a sad it's a sad scenario. Farrell goes down there and starts laying the groundwork, and he uses uh, you know a data pad to start gathering measurements of that area for perhaps uh, building a giant terrarium in there. Let's just say that on the way you have a chance to stop and access the the uh, holonet. So, any Google searches before I take you down, Zeri? Uh, I'm going to search for anybody who is involved in... Um, A zoo? No, any hunts... Uh, any hunt downs recently, like big creatures that have been taken down. Oh, so this is like the uh, the galactic uh, brag board of like, yeah, oh, this guy killed so-and-so. Yeah. A single hunter or a group of hunters has killed a clutch of Sikorian uh, great bears, which they're basically like, you know, two grizzly bears and one one creature. And they're absolutely, they have brawn of like seven or whatever. They're, they're absolutely terrifying. Uh, and they've used like high powered weapons to, to kill them and they've bragged about it. It's basically like the uh, uh, Cecil the Lion situation. Yeah. I can't think of anything else Okay, cool. So you're going to enter the Otzeri system and you- I have a Google search. What do you want to search for? I want to search for accredited homeschool teachers. 
Uh, sure. The they're Ooh, we called, need another NPC. They're called tutors. You can get a tutor. Or how about like a curriculum so I could like check against what Light is doing with Davin? It's a two difficulty education check. Rip. You fucking success. Fucking success. With fucking rip success. <laughs> rip the success right off of there. Uh, so you, uh, it takes you a while because you're not really sure what you're looking for uh, because you, it's been a while since you got childhood education. You find is that the curriculum that he's doing is actually like slightly more advanced. And the issue that you're finding is that Davin isn't quite getting it because it's a little bit too advanced for him. He's giving the education he would have liked to gotten as a kid, which is not what Davin needs. Okay. So he's he's going to get his before he gets got though. So I'm going to go and I'm going to, what up with that? What up? I'm not even sure what that means. Who's getting got? Where's the getting? That's I just, exactly like, how I look sounds. up like sports stuff to connect with Chris on because I don't. Yeah. Hold <laughs> it. Nah, you saw that one on your own. I just want to have more respect for Light now, but I'm probably going to have a conversation with him where it's like, eh, slow it down for Devin. It's touching. It doesn't expect you to take an interest in that way because you just seem like you're going to take him along like your little buddy around the galaxy and like fight bad guys. Yeah, he needs an education not to be fighting crime. So then he vows to, to take it a little bit easier on him and start with the basics more. The thing that you guys didn't search for is anything about Atzeri. So <laughs> we're going to go to Atzeri and we're going to see oh, what you shit. find there. Aziz I'm trying to help you guys. Oh, man. Aziz Atzeri, yes. We miss it like every time. Master of buns. I don't even know if I know how to use Google. <laughs> You're a lawyer. You're so old. Uh, I, have, I read books. I read hollow books. Oh my God, how pretentious. Oh, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. <laughs> Basically, you enter the Atzeri system. You see in front of you, uh, you know, AP6 identifies the planet Atzeri. It is a murky kind of blue-green ball that's very dark and it's covered with this cloud cover. You can only see very small splotches of blue and green. The rest is just this gray of swirling storms. You can do a quick uh, knowledge check to determine what you know about this without doing a Spoogle search. That's it. Yeah. Uh, massive success with advantage. So you know quite a bit. So the, the the things that you know immediately are that there aren't many cities on the planet. There's a major spaceport called the Talos Spaceport, and it is right next to the uh, City of Temples. The City of Temples is where you're going to meet Tolkar. It's where his warehouse is. I go on the comlink uh, to Reno. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. You, gotta, you better pilot this thing in because I'm not doing it. Nope. <laughs> I've like... I've been spending a lot of time just like talking to everyone on the crew, and I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I guess I'll do my job. <laughs> You're like a little chatty Kathy. I am a little, I am a chatty Reno. You're an inspirational leader. I am. Yeah, I, I do have leadership, guys. What's that inspirational leader? Um, Rodney Dangerfield. Nope. I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Take my What's droid, that please. Inspirational leader? There's that one guy who's like 15 feet tall, and he's like Barack Obama. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Forget it. George he's Washington. like the well-known inspirational speaker. You're talking about the guy. Oh, that Tony Robbins. Banana hands. Yes. The yeah, banana hands. Oh, everyone knows, but everyone's like, who are you talking about? Everyone well, the thing is, I wanted you to like say Adam Sandler again or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do a two-difficulty piloting check to bring yourself into the atmosphere. So I, I kind of, <laughs> I push Farrell away with my foot, and I just like seamlessly like. As his hands leave the wheel, I like seamlessly put my hands on the wheel and I'm Let's like, see how seamless this is. Oh, it's seamless. Big talk. I love how Anthony's idea of like peculiarity is like touching another person with a foot. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna move it with my foot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just laugh when I'm horny. Um, I'm so you're supposed to honk if you're I'm horny. I'm so confused, I'm not even scared anymore. I just walk out of the room like, no, I, I gotta go. He told me. That's the leadership in action, baby. You wrote something down, you fuck boy. Here we go, Kills I am flying. <laughs> is that a triangle? It's a bunch of scratch scratches. Illuminati. Illuminati. Confirm. Yes, I did it with an advantage. Two advantage. 
Okay, so uh, yeah, let's say it's it's fairly smooth. You take over uh, the controls from Feral and you pilot yourselves in, and it is uh, it's an interesting flight because you uh, once you enter the atmosphere, there is you know a, uh, several kilometers before you hit the cloud cover, and then once you do, everything is obscured, and you need to uh, you need to approach. The, the city of temples and the Talos spaceport uh, from the side beneath the cloud cover or else you would never be able to find it. Uh, so you fly down and once you get below the clouds, it is as described, it's just it's just raining. It's a steady, steady stream of rain. The ground below you is these twisted gnarled trees and uh, marshes and fens and glens and all kinds of other natural you know formations, other things that rhyme. You see even darts of native wildlife and trees shaking and uh, it seems to be like a fairly undomesticated planet. It's a wild planet. You know, if you were underwater and there and beyond the pale of what you can see, like a whale just enters your, your field of view. That's how big this thing is. It's a space whale. It's a space whale. Was it like a magical that, I don't know. Unveiling? It was good. No, that, that was, really that nice. was like fucking good. That was like, mysterious. You're gonna that. I'm like, going to leave that in. You're going to hear that and be like, holy shit, I should do that more. Oh, I should be a whale. Yo, I'm pretty drunk right now. I am three beers in. I'm trying to get into my third. I'm just waiting for an opportunity. To drink? Yes, I just need I just need a beer. I just need to be someone to beer me like real hard. But I'm chilling. Yeah, I can beer you. Can I have a McLove Ultra? To be honest, like, that. To be honest, like, let Danielle stop drinking, please. <laughs> no, no, that was hilarious. You're like, control the way you said it, and then you ended it with, it's a yeah, twist. let me get a Michelob Ultra. It's a twist. <laughs> I like awesome. what I see. Do that twist again. Turn around. Do the oh, twist. Put the sweatpants on and do the sweat. butt right now. Uh. I, got, I got swamp bottom. I got Azari bottom. Dega bottom. <laughs> Dega bottom. You, you didn't make that up, right? No, I swear to God, I just yeah, okay. Very good. Uh, what emerges from the fog and the rain is this giant structure. It's it's a it looks like a giant rectangle that's been worn down by just eons of rain. And it, it's so large, it's like someone must have carved it. They took an entire mountain and just carved a, a, a temple structure out of it. It's angled upwards, not quite as uh, sharply angled as like a pyramid, uh, but it has that sensation of these like tiered levels that go down. Um, you see ships coming and going as well. And then a much smaller structure off to the side of it is the spaceport, which looks like any number of other spaceports. It's got a it's got a command tower and it's got a couple of hangar bays where people can come and land their ships. And it has a covered, a large covered walkway that extends from the spaceport into some bottom chamber of the, uh, the City of Temples. City of Temples is not just the name, what it is, it's called the City of Temples because there are 50 or 60 unique religions that make their temple here. It's like this holy structure, and they've basically partitioned it out to like all these religions. Okay, so I'm gonna bring it into the spaceport because that's where space ships go. Yeah, sure. Uh, you get hailed by the, the local spaceport, and uh, Tak has provided some uh, official kind of documents of passage for you. You're on a, an official trading mission. It's not the city of traders, but it seems to be like a trading port of some kind, of some renown. And there are also smaller vessels there that are marked. There are dozens of them that are marked with uh, the individual logos. You know, they look to be 
like religious symbols or like organizational symbols like on all these. Can the symbols all be symbols from Legends of the Hidden Temple? Because we're at the City of there Temples. There are way, uh, let's just say, you don't even need to do that. I will say that those are amongst the religions there. They're, but, you know, yeah, you yeah. may interact the with the, monkey. the silver, what are snakes. silver snakes. Silver snakes. <laughs> the That's blue barracudas. Oh, Can we pause for a second? Anthony has two pieces of chip on his forehead, and I find it extremely distracting. <laughs> Where are they? They're gone now. <laughs> you should have showed everyone. Show, show our listeners. Show our listeners. How did that even happen? I don't know, man. I just looked over at you. Just got really into those chips, though. You remember headbutting those? (laughs) (laughs) I actually probably had them in my hand and facepalmed at some point. You have great teeth. Yeah, he does. Two of them are fake. These are fake. I'm attracted to people with nice teeth. Wait, show your gums. Without them. The the black, it's like screws that screwed into it. You see those black things? I was born without the second incisors, and they had to drill right into my face. Mechanical dental check. They're like robots. Whoa. I'm a cyborg. Do you get plus one to charisma? No, I get plus one to biting. (laughs) (laughs) Huddled near all these like individual ships with these religious icons, there is this panoply of of different figures who are either enrobed or dressed in priests' raiments and uh, any number of things. There are, you can't tell if they're dressed weirdly for some reason or that they're normal uh, clothing that's related to their religious orders, but there are tons of priests like near these ships. Uh, among them are like private pilots and things like that. You know, you're all. It's like the equivalent of like fifty Han Solos conversing with like fifty Ben Kenobi's, like all trying to. Is it like a con and everyone's cosplaying, or what's up? Yeah, I want to question one of the people with the robes. Sure. Uh, so there is a person with a plain spun brown robe, uh, and his hair is done back in these these like multiple beautiful braids. He's a human. He watches you approach. He says, "Welcome. How are you, my son?" I'm all right. What's up with the robes? The robes. These are the robes of my order. Which which order is that? The Zen Gnostics. Zen Gnostics. Um. <laughs> <laughs> are you unfamiliar with Zen Gnosticism? Uh, actually, yes. Now, I, I kind of pull him away. I'm like, you're about to get recruited to a religion. Like, this is a pitch that you don't want to hear. And what are you trying to get out of this? I kind of whisper to him. We do not recruit. Oh. We take only those who want inner peace. I have inner peace. <laughs> well, there goes my chance at peace. And I, walk, <laughs> I walk away. I'm like, wah, wah. I play like this Adam Hope song. Do, 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 do. Our doors will always be open to you, son. Where are those doors? In the city of temples. And like, where in the city of temples? Uh, he gives you he give you like specific instructions. They basically have a a symbol that is like a circle with a cross through it. It looks kind of like that. It's a hashtag. Hashtag inner peace. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag blessed. It's trending. Hashtag say bitch. Is Davin strapped to Raz's back? Yeah, have you taken Davin with you? Have you? Uh, Zay is going to accompany you guys. Yeah, I thought he was going to be in school. Yeah, he's in school all day. Fucking nerd. He, you have a small interaction of with him where he's like, oh, I thought I was part of the group. Now I'm not. I got to go to school. Yeah, just, you know, do your time and then you'll be out and you'll be free. It's fine. <laughs> is uh, it Saturday yet? Yeah. <laughs> AP6 is also going to stay with the ship. Uh, Light Nell's going to stay on and and train up your little Duro boy. And Marinea has finally emerged from her room. Once she learns that you are on a planet that is safe for her to tra- traverse around, uh, she gets off and immediately starts like moving amongst this group of priests and pilots uh, looking for a pilot who hasn't been uh, engaged yet. And th- th- she's going to try and uh, negotiate her, pa- her passage off the planet. Yeah. Well, fine. Be that, be that way, Marinea. It's like, I'm just, 
you you people are absolutely insane. And if I never see you again, I will be more than happy. What about Elsa? The creature means nothing now. I have the research. It's completely disgusting. You should return it to the planet. In fact, I'm thinking about taking up another line of work entirely. This xenobiology thing is way more dangerous than I thought it was going to be. Wait, so you're totally going to bail on Elsa? What the shit? You thought studying giant creatures was going to be safe? (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't very well thought out. That's a really good point. I'm getting real hokey about her and this reaction. I'm not into that. You're about to bail on Elsa? Like, for real? Yeah, she's, she's, she's been done with Elsa from day one. She wanted you to get rid of it. Aside from the fact that you have the, the damn golden child here that can blow everyone's brains up, I'll, I'm not having anything to do with it. You're walking around with a bomb, and I'm not interested. What do you want in your life? What is... What is- <laughs> I want money. I want peace. I want a good otter man that's going to take care of me. And none of that stuff is happening around here. You know what, Marinea? Go. Yeah, seriously. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, honey. Fucking roll. Then I hit her with the door. No. (laughs) (laughs) You close the gate on her and she dies. No, I I do actually kind of like spitefully. Like Reno definitely feels spiteful. He's like, AP6, do not let her back on the ship if she tries to come back on. Yeah, he he gives her a little, you know, like the like the where uh, BB8 gave the like the thumbs up. He gives her like the flame down. (laughs) Thumbs down, wreck. You actually did establish that he has like a middle finger mechanic because he flipped me off. In episode 13. <laughs> I'm icing her out. I'm over it. Fuck, don't look at me. Zay leans in and says, well, that's one more down. All we got to do is get rid of the, the other furry nuisance. Uh, you mean nuisances. I'm taking the bill.